We are rolling. All right, we are back from Extreme Beer Fest. We have the most in-depth recap you will find on the internet, and that will be after the best intro song you've heard on the internet. Hang on. But I heard it on a podcast. Nah, but I heard it on a podcast. What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year. But I heard it on a podcast Nah, but I heard it on a podcast What you know about craft beer? You were drinking Bud Lights last year I don't wanna showboat But I gotta go, bro Got a cooler in the cellar full of trillium beers Yeah, I'm talking a boatload Never in a million years Would I ever drink a Michelob? Oh no, they might have brewed this beer from elephant feces Hmm what an elegant species. And you better get me, please. Another weird beer. Make it real clear. Noobs said to have it. Smooth on the palate, but super hoppy. The ABV turned loose to choppy. The way we drink is a little bit reckless. Yes, but I never left Ben's when he cracking open the cold one from the vault wall to wall. Don't spill at all. You're listening to the new podcast. If you like to wait two hours for one growler, you come two to the right hours, place. We love it, and if we you love need it. someone to mew your beers, Moe's wife will do it with a baby in her stomach. Now that's commitment. And that's the difference between Ben, Moe, you so up your vocabulary and grab a beer because this is noobed correct noob this is noob this is noob this is noob hey yo we are back uh from extreme beer fest nonetheless guys yes. how you doing I'm feeling less extreme now than I was that day. <laughs> See, so that's uh, good. That's true. You were very extreme that day. This is the holy triumvirate of uh, hosts you have here. Boston Beer Benny, Moses Malone, Dr. Dersh. Guys, what's going on? Not a whole lot, man. Just yeah. sipping on a couple. Reflecting on the week yeah. that went by. On yeah. how extreme it was. And how quick it went by. You know, they, oh, you're having a good time. It just flies by. I know, man. And we'll be at next, next year's Extreme Beer Fest before we know it. So... Um, that was not a Celtics trade, unfortunately. <laughs> so we have a great <laughs> show for you today. We're going to do an Extreme Beer Fest recap. Uh, but before we do that, we will toast the uh, the 2018 slash 19 New England Patriots for their sixth title. Uh, what sure. What'd you think of the uh, What'd you think of the beer What'd you think of the beer commercials, guys? Uh, the beer commercials were cool. Yeah. I mean, it was basically just Bud Light, right? Yeah, I think did so. Anybody a lot else? of Michelob, a lot Oh, of Michelob yeah, I did see some Michelob's, yeah. Like robots and stuff. A lot yeah. of robot commercials. Yeah. Yeah. Game, Game of Thrones always gets you excited. That was a that dope was a one. Great one. I that did was not probably see the that coming. commercial there. I didn't see that coming. Yeah, I mean, it's not really true to facts because the Mountain actually lost his only jousting match. But, yeah. I mean, right. the Bud Light, Bud Light night yeah. is not really a night. Yeah, so, I guess notice, the Mountain probably would have Did you notice that when he put his hands over the Bud Light night, Eyes and like popped his head just like with Oberon. No, it made it like a, a crunching sound, like when you crunch a can. A can? No, I didn't see that. I, <laughs> I, I, go back I rewatched it. it and I was like, yo, that sounds like a can. Like yeah. he's like, it was like very loud uh, where we were watching the Super yeah, Bowl. Obviously, so we didn't really, we kind of half heartedly watched every commercial. And after everything that's happening, like something happens and they show the mountain and everyone's like, oh, that's the mountain. And you can't hear a thing. Right. And then like the commercial's over. See, I watched the game with Jess, yeah. so we went like backwards. I let her talk during the game, yeah, because I didn't really need the commentary. I just kind of wanted to watch yeah. the game, yeah. So I sat there on the edge of my seat and let her talk, and I would talk to her. But then when the commercials came, it was like, <laughs> 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 all right, 
Yeah. But widely, I mean, there were a few good ones. Yeah. I mean, the corn syrup one was funny. We were kind of talking about it before the show. I thought that was funny. I didn't really get, like, like why that was necessarily, like, an awful thing. I don't... Like, they were trying to throw shade for. I didn't really understand that part, but... Yeah, it it was funny. strange, you know, we talked about it before the show, that don't drink beer on Facebook and Instagram. Everybody probably knows him if you listen to this podcast. Uh, He had, like, the, the memes of, like, we don't like high fructose beer corn syrup in our beer. We prefer dextrose. Yeah. <laughs> like, we prefer uh, like 300 pounds of Oreo cookies yeah, in our yeah, mash exactly. and donuts. And but, yeah, so it's weird. But. Yeah, it, it's a strange direction. And somebody actually said that they're required to put ingredients on their label now. And Bud Light's turning it into like a marketing campaign. I didn't know is, that they were required to, but Bud Light has kind of used that as a marketing thing. Their ingredients crazy. are just hops, water, barley, yeast. So yeah. I mean, that's, that's and it. rice, but yeah, they don't put that. Yeah, ironically. that's strange. Not in the commercial anyway. No, we'll have to I, see. I feel like so much stuff has just been done that maybe they're sitting in their boardroom just going like, "What can we do that's like maybe cheap? Yeah, <laughs> but odd that might make us some kind get of people talking. Yeah, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. But, or you know, you try to be too extreme. I don't know. The Andy Warhol thing was a little weird. Uh, the Burger King. Oh one. yeah, that was an odd commercial. Did you catch that? They were like uh, eat like Andy the, Warhol. You know the dude with like the the bowl cut, and he yeah. was like he poured a bunch of ketchup and was oh, dipping his was burger in it. That was super weird, dude. That's that was that Andy was, Warhol, uh, and it was like eat like Andy. It Even if like, you couldn't hear it, yeah, that, that was, was I mean so there was nothing strange. to hear. That was so just a weird. Trying commercial. to figure out if it was a ketchup commercial at first. Yeah. Or but then it turned out to be Burger King. That was the worst. But it was just something that got people talking. Right. So yeah, that was a really bad commercial, but. So the game ended the way I wanted. Obviously, I wanted the Patriots to win. The commercials, you know, pretty good. Not yeah. bad. Yeah. Uh, but overall, not not a very entertaining Super Bowl. But I, I thought it was entertaining, just a different yeah. kind of entertaining. Right. Yeah. It was you know? like edge like, your seat. Like, it was a close game all yeah. the way through. Like you Nobody ran away with it. You were somebody to make a mistake exactly. more than you wanted to make a play. Yep. Which is a terrible way to watch a game. Yeah. Play, terrible. But still fun. All those um, guys that hammered the under, though, were super happy. Yeah, I'd imagine. I heard like 46% of people were, took it and 54 the other way took over. Like, I was really? Ready. Yeah, I took the over, so. Well, but, yeah, you got to bet an over on it, yeah. especially in a Super Bowl. Like, you're, you're not going to root fun, for a bad right? game. Yeah, I mean, exactly. I, I wanted to see people. If it, if you're going to go down, you want to see everybody score, yeah. you know? You want to see a bunch of points. But And if you did take the under, pardon my take brought this up. If you're going to take the under, just take solace in knowing that you took you know, the over, rather. You took yeah. the over in the lowest scoring Super Bowl yeah. game ever. So <laughs> yeah. it was a fluke. It yeah. was an anomaly. <laughs> exactly. You know, no exactly. big deal. Um, but... Though we we debate the uh, the excitement of Sunday Super Bowl Sunday, there's no doubt of how excited we were on Friday and Saturday to be in Boston in the Seaport for Extreme Beer Fest. Um, again, thank you to Brittany Burke for getting us into that event. Yes, Just thank an you. Absolutely thank tremendous event. I yeah. mean, we talked about it. 125 brewers, over 400 different beers were there, um, and we're gonna run down kind of. Our all thoughts on the event. Yeah, all, all <laughs> beers that we talked about. No, but we do have kind of our top beers, but I do want to get your initial thoughts on the event, particularly. Okay. Todd, you want to go first? Yeah. I, I, right, I'm going to sound probably negative at first. Okay. I felt across the board last year, there were just, and I know it's hard to rate of like beers because they're supposed to be extreme and some of them are going to be funky and stuff like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But if I'm comparing one to the other, I felt across the board, 
the beers were better last year. Hmm. Um, but having said that, I mean, there were still some some great beers, you know, and, and it kind of came from most of the breweries that we'd expect. But then um, one that I feel like we got pointed out to that you don't maybe see as much or hear about as much was, to me, 450 North took it. Hell yeah. Yeah. No, across the board, my they just, like all four beers were... I just wrote one down as you were really saying good. that to put in my top five. But, um, yeah, like I was telling Mo, I, I went up Friday with my dad for the afternoon session, which was great. It was a delight because he was like super amped about it. And he's never been to a beer fest like that. Um, so that was cool to see and like live vicariously through him at, at that event. And then we went up Saturday, like at least double the amount of people. The lines were way longer. And... Um, you know, a lot of a lot of the brewers brought out a little more firepower that day. You know, they kind of reserved what they had the night before. Um, but I was just like, I don't know. I, I was waiting to, like you said, uh, I didn't go last year. But the lineup, like, across the board, it, it was like it was missing star names that I expected to see. At, at the, what I consider probably the premier beer event in... In our area. For sure. But what, what do you think? What do you got? I love this event. Yeah. I mean, I loved it last year. I had a blast last year. I thought that was like, I was. I, just want, I had a blast. Yeah, yeah me, I totally. Just being, I'm just being crazy. I think, I think all three of us had a lot of fun, and I know your dad had a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, just yeah. like what you were saying about him. But I love this event. Um, there are a lot of filler breweries. I mean, yeah. I, I think we can all like, we can all admit that. Um, there's a lot of breweries there that we. And maybe improperly in some instances, just kind of dismissed. Like, ah, yeah, we don't, mm -hmm. we don't need to check them out. And I think here and there, when we did check them out, I know there was one that you were surprised out about that we'll get to. Yeah. Um, there were a couple that I was surprised with too. I mean, the big dogs obviously were, were my favorite. Um, but there were a couple that I was like, oh, wow, yeah. I, I didn't know you guys were like, you know, doing stuff on this level. I'd never heard of you. Um. But yeah, a lot of filler breweries. I think the ones that we were that you're kind of talking about. I mean, Jay Wakefield wasn't there. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they do their wake. They were doing their wake fest yeah. or whatever so it's you called. Bottle that. Logic, Bottle Logic was the huge. rum cake from last year was our favorite beer. Yeah. yeah. I so I mean, that was we were talking about that. that on the way up. That was kind of a bummer for those two, anyways. Yeah. Um, and plus Bottle Logic, we had like that little sideline that we were getting yeah, into. Like we didn't have to wait in line, so that was cool. Yeah. Um, but. The, I think uh, with us, like we ended <laughs> with the hot dog beer, uh, like or more towards <laughs> the end there, right? And we kind of went up and had a really interesting. Uh, and I don't care if you want to share it, but I, you know, I don't want to like. <laughs> but it, well, everyone knows. I, like, well, can I tell you about the hot dog beer? I yeah, think I did. Yeah, you told me. So Cambridge <laughs> Brewing Company yeah. did. A, I don't even know what that was. The book. I, I don't care what it's called because it sucked. Yeah. Um, it was like a weenie and something. Brittany talked about it on that on uh, Let's Talk Beer. Oh, I uh, listened to oh, their no. podcast when when they had her Shout on. Shout out to Let's Talk Beer. Yep. It's called Burnt Weenie Sandwich. Mm. So I walked up to Cambridge Brewing Company. I have no idea who was at the booth. Um, I went up to him. I said, "Heard you got a hot dog beer." Wanted to try it. I've heard good things. I was just being honest because Brittany was really gassed about it on the podcast. Yeah. Like she was talking to the guys about it and they were like, oh, I mean, actually, that sounds kind of cool. Like hot dogs and beer it goes together. So they were excited to try it, too. And I was like, I want to get to try this. And he's like, oh, you heard good things or you just heard things. Right? Yeah. It was, like, no, it was just that one that line. He goes, what he we went up and he, oh, he I, was I, like, I heard good things. He was like, you've heard things. Wow. And I was like, what? 
<laughs> Should I try something else? Like, I was just wicked put off by yeah, that. I think like, in the end, we appreciated his honesty. Because yeah. the beer was you trash. Know, you know, because, like, we, we also talked about, like, certain beers and how they release beers and they shouldn't, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. You know, Which well, is maybe rare that the, they should dump them, but sometimes they yeah. release them. Like, we always go back to Neverin again. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, but, so I guess maybe we appreciated it, but at the same time, you're like, this isn't... This isn't going to go well. Yeah. I mean, well, from our interview with Brittany, you know, she said she does put pressure on the brewers sometimes to make yep. something extreme. And sometimes, you know, that involves taking a huge risk and yep. Yep. maybe it doesn't Absolutely. work out. So that, I mean, you admire the creativity of the beer. Yeah. They weren't. The I mean, out of the beers that I tasted, there weren't a whole lot that I hated. Yeah. I and I know one of the ones that, that I like, hated, yeah. you actually loved. Yeah. Yeah. yeah um, which is weird. But it's I mean, just well, yeah. how it goes. I mean, there weren't a whole lot that I was like, Ugh, yeah, I, yeah, the yeah, one. I'm sorry, I, I tried that. I'll shout out one that I didn't love, but my my dad actually did, and this is where I could tell that he was really enjoying the festival. One <laughs> that I was uh, was from Urban Fermentary. I cannot say that word. Yeah, that's a uh, tough one. Urban Fermentary uh, in Portland, Maine. It's right across the street, actually, from. Good You've Fire. been there. Uh, Did I you have go been there? there. Yeah, yeah, they they do a lot of kombuchas and different beers. They had a garlic and herb beer. Oh yeah, you were telling um, me about this. Which I I could not I couldn't really get in the groove of. You know, I just couldn't do it. Um, yeah, I don't know if that'd be something I'd be super excited about. It was very straight. Like there was a lot of garlic, and they made it a little sweet, but the herbs were just throwing me off. Like if they did straight garlic, I think I actually would have enjoyed it better. Hmm. But the herbs just like I don't know they. You're not a big fan of those, in the, man. In the wrong direction. What? You're not a big fan of those. Mayflower made one, and you weren't a big fan. A garlic? The, garlic the Gruit, because it's, it's like a ghosted Gruit. Oh, is that what that was? Yeah. It was a Gruit? Well, even more. Yeah, I didn't like that. <laughs> I didn't like the Gruits that we tried yeah. last year. That was Maybe it was from the same place. <laughs> <laughs> that Mayflower Gruit. No, I actually like that it. That was no. tough. I've, every Gruit I've had in my life has been tough, actually. Three, three quarters of the word dirt is in the word Gruit. Yeah. So, it grew, it just tastes <laughs> like dirt to me. Uh, I mean, I can't get past it. There were um, some mushroom beers there, though. Yes. On, yeah. like, the topic of, like, weird things. I'd say there were there were a lot of pickle beers, mm-hmm. and there were a lot of mushroom a beers. A ton I of pickle beers. I noticed at least a few of each, which I thought was kind of odd, at least. But, I mean, at an extreme beer fest, maybe it's not. Yeah, I, I like the... I actually had one mushroom that I like. Can't think of it off the top of my head, but... Yeah, I, I didn't mind the mushroom take, and I understand kind of the the earthy flavors yeah. that go with that, so it kind of makes sense. But there's so many different mushrooms that you can play with too, and I, I don't know a whole yeah. lot about mushrooms in general. But so from the uh, so that's on the weird beer stuff and kind of the the overall feel of it. Uh, I want to talk to you a little bit about the venue because I had I had mentioned this to you guys before you went up. Yep. Uh, and apparently you guys had a conversation where you disagree with me. Not a big deal. That's why we have a show. Yep. But I I did not like the venue as much as I enjoyed IPA Fest, and that might be more of a statement on IPA Fest than it was on EBF. Yeah. Um, but it was just it's just so like it's a convention center, so it's plain. There's rugs on the ground, you know. It, there's black sheets behind every brewery. Uh, they all have the same signage. I mean, for the most part, and then they added their own signage yep. too. Um, I I didn't really care for the layout. I mean, the layout was okay, but actually, the layout wasn't the layout wasn't good. Because <laughs> <laughs> then I started thinking about it. Like, 
they had so much room in the middle. In the back middle where like where uh foam and um and Aslan were. Yeah. And then like such little room on the ends where like Henry and Fran were and uh equilibrium yeah. and all that I stuff. Was it was that like, up. I think it has more to do with the building because of yeah. the, the, the doors. Yeah. Okay. So I think it's a safety issue. All right. That's why some that of those sense. in those areas, because the ones towards like where they had the bigger exits, yeah. right? Yeah. Those were a little bit more spread out, right? Yeah, they were. But I think right, up towards sense. the front where there was a bunch of doors, I think it just had more to do with leaving that open. Okay. Interesting. All right. Yeah. See, I thought about this a lot yeah. after you said that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, we talked about it, like you said, on, a little bit on the way up, like, you know, it, it's a convention center, like you said. So it, yeah. it doesn't really fit. With a lot of what these breweries try to do. Yeah. Like, they're trying to bring you, like, that cool, like, so a lot of them are farms or, mm-hmm. you know, warehouse buildings or reclaimed, uh, you know, whatever. So, like, a convention center doesn't really fit the style of a lot of these breweries. So, I get what you're saying there. Um, but, why do we love the one brewery? Because... What one brewery? What the 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 grain brewery? Yes, the grain. Yeah, yeah right. that always bring their unique. So I feel, but I feel mm. like if they started, that's true. Which I don't mind the venue because to me it's just like it, it is. It's like it's well, a huge fest Fu- function and over it's aesthetic. Supposed yeah. to be that way. Yeah, you know, to, to, it is them, a boring right? venue. I mean, there's yeah. no getting around um, that. You know, there's no like music unless you're walking up to it. But uh, against grain, like when they bring. You know their unique kind of spin on things. I think you know because we look forward to that, whether we enjoy the beers or not. But that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. That, that's good that you brought that up because yeah. against the grain did again have a really cool presentation. Yeah. And I <laughs> this time I didn't really care for their beer. Last time it was like I, it was okay. I, it, yeah, I definitely we got didn't. a video of that. Yeah, I do have a video of that. I should post that. I forgot to post it. Yeah, but just um, to uh, just to close the loop on that. So when you talk about um, IPA Fest was in that awesome um, cruise terminal yep. with the, you know, the garage door open. It was a beautiful day. It was like a lot of windows everywhere. Even upstairs, it was like skylights. You get the outside light. All the lines going in the same yeah, way, which you really like. all the lines going in the same way. It was really, that was a great building. I love personally Beervana, and this is one that you guys talked about before too. That building is just cool. A lot of character, like two tiers and that open area you can you can feel like the energy and like things going around and this one just kind of like i don't know i wanted to like take a nap like during (laughs) during it because it's so there's no outside light there's like no energy everything's muffled it's just like "Mm, mm, mm, mm." that's like all you hear around the place you know you do notice more at birvana i feel like a lot more conversation with people yeah we didn't really talk to anybody yeah while we were there yeah other than your friend that you met up that we met up with, mm-hmm. um, yeah. like they're not really like a whole lot of side conversations. There were a couple of people that asked like real quick, like, "Hey, where's foam?" Yeah, that way, buddy. The like, biggest line in the building. Yeah, get for out some of here. reason too. Um, but yeah, not a whole lot of like camaraderie conversations. But I mean, I guess there's just so many people there that yeah, everybody's just kind of focused on getting in line, getting the beers. Different crowd too. Providence versus Boston. Yeah, there's a lot different. Um, but that, well, I don't want to make it sound like we didn't love the event. No, no. Yeah, me either. I I I feel like a lot of us like that. I feel like a lot of what we just a lot of what we just talked about was a little bit negative, but that's just like nitpicking. Of course, like yeah. an extreme beer fest that's like because, the biggest one around. Because we are going to get into the two the the things we really loved about the fest, yeah. which was obviously the the highlight beers and also the uh, the booth of the event. 
Uh, these guys weren't lying when they said that against the grain, far and away the best booth at the event. Yep. Uh, super extremely creative, and I'm going to try to describe it the best way I can. Yeah, go for it. Um, they made what, what appeared to be like a machine uh, that they built in front of their booth. It was like covered in tinfoil. It had little doors. And somebody would come out. They were dressed like a scientist, I believe, yep. with a lab coat. Yeah, like a lab coat. Yeah. And the the theme of their beers were they did a futuristic beer, a current beer, like a 1990s style 90s beer, and beer. then a way old 1776 yeah, like yeah, yep, type yep. of beer. Um, and you go up and you tell her what year you wanted. Uh, she put the 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 glass into the little compartment door that they built. A person behind would take it. And then it would make some noise like beep, boop, 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 boop. And then your beer would pop up with the name of the beer in the year. And then a corresponding person that worked at the booth dressed in the time period of the beer that you selected came out and brought you the beer. Is that is that a pretty good That's description? That's about yeah. the most accurate description That's I could right. have come up with. So the 2000, they had like a 2040 or something like that yeah, beer. Yeah, it was a robot. Uh, was a robot guy that came out and gave you the beer. That's what Todd got. 1776, it was a guy dressed like Ben Franklin. That's what I got. They had like a grunge rock girl from 1990. Yep. And I didn't see what the, what the other one was. Wasn't it? Was it just like a current beer? Wasn't it just somebody just dressed regularly? Yeah, I think it was. A, Maybe I, don't, I, I can't. Now I can't remember. Yeah, 2018. I think it was from like oh, last, it just last year. Yeah, yeah she was so. wearing like a sweatshirt, and she just came out. It's like here. <laughs> yeah, I I thought that. Yeah. I mean, that attention to detail and like the how how tedious that is for you mm. every time. Like every time. literally, somebody <laughs> different could be coming out behind the booth every time. But really amazing, absolutely amazing. But they put that effort in to get people to come to their to their line like no matter what you know we saw how many breweries did you see during extreme beer fest where britney said what how many people were there thousands yeah in any case i don't remember the exact number that she said but how many breweries did you walk by where you're like there's no one at your brewery yeah there's no one at your brewery Mm -hmm. there's no one at your brewery like there were so many just like nobody was there yeah and you can't do that when a brewery is doing something different like that. Mm-hmm. And when everybody else just has a black sign or a white sign that says Aslan Brewing Company, uh, you know, uh, Bur- Burley Oak. Yeah. And you have a line that's like, there's a robot coming out like, burp, 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 here's your beer. Yeah. Like, that's going to get you to go in. Oh, that's what are true. they doing? That's like, true. let me go check that out. Yeah. Even if their beer is absolute trash, it doesn't matter. Because you're interested and you want to go over and check it out. And there were certain ones that had um, didn't have great signage for the uh, mm. for the actual beer that you could select. So I'd like get to the front of the line and I'd be like, yeah. I'd talk to them. I'd be like, so what do we got? And they're like, what do you want? And I'm like, I don't know. What what do you have? And they they had like little labels on there yep. on their <laughs> thing. And I'm like, all right, get my magnifying glass out. Get my cheaters. We did say though that. <laughs> The advantage, like, I know, I get it because when you're in line, yeah. you kind of just want to, like, because I don't want to look at this all the time. Because yeah, yeah, exactly. I feel like I'm losing part of, and what I'm referring to is, like, um, you EBF know. EBF guide. The EBF guide. I just don't want to be looking at it all the time. Right. I want to stand in line and, like, yeah. you know, like, I'm getting a hot dog. What am I going to get yeah. on that? You know, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. sauerkraut, what kind of toppings they got, or, or getting some ice cream. Like, I want to see it. I agree with that aspect of it. Like, yeah. I want to just be in line and just be a, you know, spectator until I get up there. I don't yeah. want to. 
I don't really want to go and plan stuff. Mm -hmm. I just want to go enjoy it. Yeah, there were definitely a couple times when I got to the front of the line and had to make a split-second decision because I didn't flip to the page or... You know, I I had already tried one of their beers and didn't remember the other ones or whatever. And I got up to the front. It, this happened twice to me where I ordered one and they were like, which one do you want? Yeah. And they had like variants of it. It was like, this one has vanilla. This one has chocolate. This one has blah, blah, blah. I was like, ah, shit. Yeah. I, yeah. That one. Yeah, yeah. I just have <laughs> yeah. that. Shit. Now I'm like holding up the line. I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah. Not the... Uh, and again, some breweries were better than others, you know? So yeah. they, they had some that... Did a great job. Uh, what comes to mind what, for four fifty North had a great sign. They listened to by ABVs, yep. which was awesome. Yep. Um, they had some like they also had a nice little chalkboard that you could kind yeah. of see while you were in line, yeah. which was helpful. Dogfish Head obviously had the gigantic sign, handwritten by Sam, yep. as we had in our interview with Brittany. Uh, Burley Oak had the same thing. They had handwritten signs up there. Um, so there were a lot of them with their own like bigger signs, but. Obviously, those the breweries that had the bigger signs can can afford it and probably go to a lot of shows, you know. Yeah, but Aslan had cardboard. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. that's what I mean. It's like that, yeah. and that was that looked terrible. It looked like the person wrote it left-handed. I, yeah. I was like, what happened? I was kind of confused by that because yeah. there's there's They're a level, guys, dude. Like they, yeah, they there's a have. there's a certain level of like, okay, yeah, like we're being funny because. This is like, yeah. oh, we put zero effort in because, you know, like there's, there's like a level of like you're being funny and yeah. then there's like a level Ironic. of, did you just get that from a homeless guy? Yeah. Like on your way, you wrote that in the yeah. car on like the back of a case of oh, beer, 100%. didn't you? I will like, say in their defense, sometimes like just learning from Cam, like not everything either gets shipped or, sure. you know, yeah, so yeah. I'll so throw that stuff out happens, there. Yeah. Sure, but... but uh, no, that, percent of the breweries. I mean, <laughs> that being that being said, Aslan's hundred percent in my top three of breweries. Right. Oh yeah, that yeah, were there. Still. I mean, no question. Yeah. But well, it is kind of weird that you get like a brewery that's in that conversation of top or upper tier breweries. I'll say. Yeah. That like literally just brought a box that they found broken down on the street and wrote genius kitchen on it and they're like here have it yeah so we'll go in that's a great segue mo we'll go into it um, we'll do we'll go a little round circle and we can just talk about some of our favorites they don't have to they don't particularly have to be in any order but yeah. we can do favorite beer we can do favorite brewery whatever you want to talk about so i'll start it off with um number my number five beer at the show and this could have easily been been higher it, it doesn't really these five could be jumbled Beside Ooh, beside the top one, to Ooh, be jumbled top five. Beside, beside number one, uh, okay. but it was the peachy dessert slushy from Four Fifty North. Good call. Which was like, honestly, like, it was uh, it was unbelievable. It it had it wasn't peachy the way you think. It was peachy like peach cobbler. They added vanilla to it. You could taste yeah. like it almost tasted like the melted ice cream and the the crumble that you'd get from the dessert. Unbelievably delicate and like complex style of beer. Right. I, I couldn't, I can't even explain it. It's how excited I am talking about it. But I, <laughs> I, I went in line and I got it and I went back in line like a half hour later and they had sold out and I was so mad. Oh. I was like, I was pissed that I had to get a triple citra, but triple citra nuggets was, <laughs> it was not, a, not a very I bad was, booby prize either. But yeah, um, that was really yeah, good. Honestly, too. that dessert, uh, dessert. Peach dessert slushy, I think it was called. Yep. From 450 North, just 
Outstanding. If you can find it, get your hands on it. And send me one. Who's up? Who's next? I'll go. Go ahead. All right. My number five, uh, it looks like we're doing beers, so I'm going to do beers. Yeah. Fuck it. Um, My number five beer from Burley Oak. Okay. Uh, Canned Heat. Oh, I went there wanting to try. Yeah, I went there wanting to try this beer. I saw it on the list. I think I mentioned it like Mm. when we did our first EBF breakdown. Wanted to try Canned Heat. It was phenomenal. It was juicy. It was uh, it was hazy. It was exactly what I wanted it to be. And uh, I sent a picture of it to uh, somebody that's, that works at Canned Heat still. Nice. And, uh, you know, sent them a picture and was like, yeah, I'm trying to drink Canned Heat, but <laughs> not Canned Heat. It's crazy. You know, they are, they're like a brewery that is going to be uh, an unsung hero at just about every event you go yeah, to. I mean, so they good, were dude. in our top five for uh, We're a Funk Fest. Yep. Because that is like their ballpark. Their dreams. But their dreams amazing. are unbelievable. We had the apple pie and the mango lassie one. Yep. Um, but yeah, their IPAs too. I mean, just a solid, solid brewery that probably won't probably won't ever be your front runner, but you'll always think about. It. So Todd, what you got? When we first got in there, uh, went over to Mad Tree because my buddy lives in Cincinnati. Try it mm. out. Yeah, I really like the the stout on um, the American stout out of there. Rubus Cacao. Rubus Cacao. Nice. Cacao. Mad Tree. Did they do the almond milk stout? Was that the one from the? No, maybe no, I don't I'm, think so. Maybe I think I'm so. crazy. I forgot what I got from Mad Tree, but Rubus Cacao Stout. How was it? Yeah, no, it was delicious. It just is one of those one of the first early ones that like was, stood yeah. out. You know, dude, it was yeah. really good. Yeah. I like that one a lot. I, I had actually had that beer before. Mucka gave me a, one of those, nice. like in a random trade, I think, once. <laughs> Shout out to Mucka. Yeah. Of this show. Yeah. I haven't said that name in a long time. Yeah. So, uh, Rubus Cacao from Mad, Mad Tree in Mad Cincinnati. Tree. Mad Tree nice. in Cincinnati. Nice. Yep. Yeah. Rangesh was there, too. I was surprised you left that booth. I thought you were going to be get behind there, did wheel we and deal some stuff. We might have went. You know. Did we go to Rangesh? I don't even remember. I don't think we actually. I don't think we did. Yeah, I don't think we went up there. So yeah. my number four beer, again, not in any particular order, but definitely in order. Uh, <laughs> Paradise City from Equilibrium. Shit. Was like uh, was like a glass of liquid warheads. Yeah. Uh, just turned your face inside out. It was amazing. It was a, it was a golden in color and lip puckering goodness. And Equilibrium again, awesome staff that worked the event, and they were so accommodating because they had one of the longer lines on that side, and they had guys coming out with seven fifty bottles and pouring them. To people that were waiting in their line while they while you got to the front, which was awesome, and then they were also had they also had side cans um, that they were pouring for brewers, not off of their taps, so they didn't run out of stuff. They had cans that they were pouring to the brewers, and I got to the front of the line at one time, and I was like, "Hey, can I try that can?" And he was like, "Yeah, sure," and he poured it right out of the can like nice. I was a brewer. So nice. I was like, "Yeah, that's very cool." So I like I love Equilibrium as it is, and uh, Paradise uh, City from them was. I have a bottle fantastic. of that. Paradise City? Yeah. Oh, nice. He sent, us, he sent us that picture like three times. Oh, did rubbing he? it in, yeah. Nice. During that, like, when he sent us like 40 pictures and I was like, oh, Ben's going to yeah, be really yeah. mad. Yeah. Yeah, one of them was Paradise City. Yeah, it broke my phone, but. Yeah. <laughs> All right, what you got? Um, that was going to be in my top five, but I'll okay. kick it out since okay. you already discussed it. I'll go with a beer from Weldworks. Um, their Key Lime Pie Berliner. That was great. Was Ooh. phenomenal. I actually forgot about that. So you just said it. So good. Because I had that on Friday night, and then when I went back Saturday, it was sold out. Ah. Oh. So I mean, I went like Saturday afternoon. Okay. To try to well, 
I don't even remember what session I had that in. Maybe it was at the second one. I don't remember, but it was so good. Yeah, really good. Everything from Wildworks. I mean, the DDH Juicy Bits, too. Yeah. Honorable mention. But they were at IPA Fest, too, and their stuff was was foolishly on point. Actually, before I came here, Justine wanted a beer for one of her... uh, She is breastfeeding now, so she's only really allowed to have one beer. She wanted a sour, and I cracked the strawberry rhubarb Wildworks that I got, which was fantastic. And one of the things that I'm most impressed with them... Uh, that they do their stouts, they do pie, pie sours or pie berliners. Uh, the flavor that you get of the crust, it like tastes like graham crackers. It's not like just the fruit. It's that layer that adds like the different sugary and burnt, ta- burnt almost burnt sugar taste that you get like when mm. you eat a pie. Great breakdown. It's it's really good. This <laughs> it's, is literally stuff you're not going to find on the interwebs, guys. It's fascinating. <laughs> so if you ever get a chance. They we were lucky enough they dropped cans off for uh for IPA fest so we we had to try that stuff but yeah really really good stuff and creeping into my top breweries in the country but oh. what what do you got Eagles exclusivity from the Horace Aged Owls Ooh, that one was oh, good I didn't have yeah. that either I was like in a different dimension than me no we stopped at we made it a point to stop at Horace cause yes okay. he made it a point I was like I'm down okay you know? explain I'll... why why. Um, they, trade, I guess. Yeah, they pop up in Razzles all the time, and these bottles go for like stupid amounts of money. Really? So I, I've never had anything from Horace before. Okay. Um, Something that should have been brought to your attention yesterday. Sure. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, wish like, I knew about that. Wish I knew. <laughs> their bottles only pop up like in trades and stuff every so often. So when I saw they were there, we had to go and check them out. So we had what a was couple. the name of it again? Eagles Exclu- Exclusivity. Okay. And the brewery's Horace. It's a Russian Imperial Stout, 15.7%. Oh, you're up for the big dogs. You couldn't get yeah, any legs. I like that. Man. I know. I did find myself getting a stout at like every booth. <laughs> and I was like, man, I got to slow it down. Um, my number three beer, highly controversial pick by me. Oh. Um, it, it's been touted as one of the worst beers at, at this fest ah. by somebody <laughs> else sitting <laughs> this here. Is the one. Though I think absolutely fantastic beer. It's Quick Pickle from uh, Benchtop Brewery. They This was a, uh, a Gosa that they used 60 pounds per barrel of cucumbers and carrots in this actual Gosa. It smelt like a, like a salad almost. It had the cucumbery taste and then it was really, really salty, vinegary type of sour. Um, really unique and, and kind of outstanding. I, I loved it. I right, Mo hated it. I think just because it had vegetables in it. But yes, uh, <laughs> no, that was really good. I li- I poured it. I I, it. I actually had it twice the first night and then twice the first session the next day. Damn. So that's how much I enjoyed it, and I uh, I thoroughly enjoyed it. And it was right next to Aslan. It was a great great pick me up. So, uh, quick pickle bench top brewery. If you can get a chance on that one, Mo, what you got? Benny, great segue. That's why you're here. Yeah. Uh, my number three from Aslan, Johan needs a bigger bro. <laughs> okay. One of All the right. beers from their Johan series. Uh, for anybody that gets Aslan, even semi regularly, they got a few different ones that Johan builds a boat. Johan needs a boat. Okay. Uh, they always put like obviously the different additives that they put in this uh, in those beers. This one had some vanilla, uh, hints of stone fruit. Uh, but it was just a super, super cool beer. A lot of vanilla in this beer. IPA? Yeah. Nice. Yep. Uh, like 9, 9%, 9.4%. 
Um, so a, l- a little on the boozier side, but a lot of vanilla kind of smoothed it out a lot. I like vanilla and, uh, a lot. Yeah, really cool. We had a, another one of the Johans. It was like Johan needs a boat or something. Yeah, you got it in the can. Right? Yeah, yeah, my yeah, my buddy. Shout out to Shane. I know he's gonna listen to this show. Friend of uh, this show. Yep, he sent me those. Um, so yeah, bigger broat this time. Nice. That tangle is phenomenal. Yeah, yeah. tangle was, from Fox Farm. Thanks to Todd. That's what we're sipping show. on. <laughs> what you got next? Friend of the show and on the show. So what do you, what do you got next? I'm gonna kind of kill two right here. I love it. Great notion. Oh, yeah. The blueberry and the stout. Dude, I forgot you, you know what didn't he did? put them on my list. You did kill mine because I had blueberry next. So oh, that, son of boom, a, blueberry boom. muffin. But yeah, great yeah. one. Got well, what we did was, then you had heard that yep. if they mix them right. Yeah, so what we did in line, we decided to get one of each. Obviously, yeah, this take was, a sip each. Uh, yeah. uh, you know, by themselves, and then mix it, and then mix one back into the other cup, and then drink it that way. Yeah, that that was that's really cool because I had never heard of that. Um, so, again, and it's something, sound, it something make, that you could have yeah, I mean, known. It, well, Mo told me when I was there, I did have the chance to do it, but I just didn't. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> he just, so I give him advice. And he's like, nah, yeah, I'm nah, just not okay. going to do that. But that I sounds had stupid. The double stack at I had the well, is they called double stack, right? The, I think so. Yeah, the beer. They so have, we had they that have a couple of full fed. stack. Oh, that was double maple. stack. And yeah, yeah full stack, market. double stack. They do a couple yeah, different so ones, I think. We had the double stack at um, IPA Fest, too. Okay. Great beer. Uh, I had it here first, the first session, and my dad had the blueberry. Uh, we didn't mix. And then I went back the next day, and blueberry muffin was the first time I had it at, out of all the times of seeing Great Notion. And there. That's another one, man. That was like you expected just to be a blueberry beer, but they had that oh, muffin. I, I don't get how they got that flavor in there. It right. tastes like a muffin. They're like the buttery, the buttery sensation that coats your mouth as you're drinking it. Just a slight blueberry taste, not like an actual like fruit fruit blueberry, but like the hint of it. Exceptional beer, and that yeah. was my number two. Five and a half percenter Berliner wise. I can't yeah. believe I For forgot about great no, great notion. And that was my that was my number two. So yeah, we jumped in line right early because yeah, it started building up. Yeah, like I guess we got that was yeah. one of the breweries. Like we saw their booth and we were walking by. I was like, yeah, we have to get in yeah. that line. Because that was near gonna, the door too. This so is gonna get absurd. That was a good position for them too. Uh, I can't All believe right. I forgot about that. So I'm really mad about that, me. but I'm glad. Oh, I'm gonna skip over you. Yeah, you. Well, I mean, Todd. Todd took. All right, then I'll I'll steal Todd's. I'll steal some of Todd's thunder then. Good. Because uh, I'm pretty sure you're going to put this beer on your list because I know you loved this one. Uh, Vanished Valley. Ooh, nice. Had a milkshake IPA I with had that too. pomegranate, persimmon, and pears. Yeah, great beer. That was like, that was yeah, your jam. That was, that was jam. wicked good. Yeah, Dude, that, was that was really was good. So phenomenally good. good. Like creamy, little bit of fruit, little mm-hmm. bit of hop. Like there was just Did everything. Did you just say non gimmicky? No, no, I'm saying that's what I'm saying. I thought you described it as that, but no, it no, wasn't no, definitely all. not gimmicky yeah, at all. Know. It was like it was legit. It was yeah. creamy. Yeah, it wasn't at all. Everything about that was just spot on. I, I don't even know what persimmon is. Yeah. So I don't know if it was in the beer or if you could taste it in the beer. Mm-hmm. I just know that I liked it, and it was it was great. Yeah, great yeah they. On that. That I'm glad to see them at more festivals now. Sure. Because that was one of those elusive breweries we couldn't get. Yeah, hands on remember for a long when we were first going to Treehouse? Like they were only open on yeah. like Wednesdays or something exactly. stupid. Like you can never get their cans. The Red and, Shed. Yeah. You can. Uh, you can never. They didn't even have cans when I heard it. And they. Uh, what do you? What do you got? What's your last one, Tom? No, well, I'm, have... I'm just going to share what a persimmon is. It's an edible fruit over a number of species of trees in the genus. Uh, I'm gonna, you know, diospyros. 
all the Diospiros. The most widely cultivated of these is the Asian and Shout Jap- out to the Diospiros, yeah. friend of the show. Oh, yeah. from the uh, Tulipis. I might have so butchered really? that. But... <laughs> That's why we have Dr. Dersh on the show, you know? Exactly. Dr. Dr. Persimmon. Doc, you got another one? Are you you shooting from the hip? What do you got? Uh, Just kind of shooting from the hip, looking at ones and kind of recalling because I didn't take a ton of of notes. Nice. I like that. No problem. Just going with the flow. You want to wait? Yeah, I'll I'll wait. I got my last one. And I'm gonna I'm gonna blow everyone's minds. Can here. we just say it all at yeah, once? I think everybody knows who the star of the show was at, from Aslan. Uh, it was Genius Kitchen. I think was far and away the best beer that I had. The flavor was like was like nothing nothing I've really ever had, and it was super boozy. The fifteen percent didn't taste like it though, Mm-mm. and it had the this was a popular theme too from a lot of breweries there. It was an imperial style with the Mexican chocolate flavor, yep. so a lot more cinnamony than sweet. Uh, and it was this had all kinds of different things in it, like some fruit in there, some vanilla, some Nutella, uh, yeah, coffee, Nutella. maple, cinnamon, yeah, strawberry. Yeah, strawberry. I didn't taste. I didn't really get a lot. I got of a lot of cinnamon there, but... off it. I did get a little vanilla. I didn't get much maple because usually when they put maple in a stout, that's all you can taste. Yeah. I thought they did a great job with it, and I was impressed, and I got it multiple times in each session. Oh, perfect. Here's a picture of their sign. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Definitely going to save that yeah. and post that to the, to the Facebook group. To the group. But, yep, Genius Kitchen. Sorry to ruin everyone's, uh, everyone's pick because I know that was a popular one, but that was my last one. So, well, you got any more honorable mentions? Or? Um, I can go with honorable mentions because that obviously that was my number one too. Yeah. Um, we talked about 450 North, uh, Flapjack Nuggets. They did a milk stout with maple syrup, vanilla, and cinnamon that I really enjoyed. Okay. Um, did also see a lot of beers with wa- uh, waffles. In a them. lot. Yeah. yeah, you talked that about how like, that was a big theme. That was like a thing. So I did have one from Burley Oak um, that I did like a lot of them. I didn't really feel like I got a lot of waffle in them. Like yeah. they didn't really add anything significant to the beer that made me like, oh okay, yeah. I know that's... what you're saying too. So like the one that I did have from Burley Oak was gnarly waffle yeah, stout. Yeah. I thought that one was pretty good. Yeah. Um, but again, just like I, I don't know if it adds anything as far as like flavor yeah. or if it just gives them a little more sugar, lets them like round out the beer a little bit. I'm mm-hmm. not exactly sure what waffles would do if you throw it in the mash, but. I didn't feel like I was eating waffles. Yeah. But enjoyable beers for sure. I mean, waffles for the most part are mundane flavor anyway. So it, it doesn't seem like. Whoa. Well, waffles without the syrup. Yeah, without the syrup and the butter yeah. and any additives. I don't know. Waffles has a distinct flavor though. Yeah, it's like flour and it tastes like bread. Yeah, but if I blindfolded you and you ate a waffle, you'd know you were eating a waffle, no? Or a pancake, but probably. I'd probably know. Hmm. You don't yeah. think you can tell the difference between the two? I mean, texture-wise? Yeah. Food sure. challenge. Yeah, definitely. What about like the, the inside of it? Pull out the hard crust and then mm. could, would you be able to tell the inside? Mm, if you pull it out. Yeah. If you pull it out, could you tell the inside of it? <laughs> <laughs> pull out the filling, guys. <laughs> nice. Nice. But, uh, but so that is our EBF recap. Again, outstanding event. I'm not trying to take anything away from no. all yeah, the negative yeah, things I said. Because awesome. you talked. You, we just talked about how good the goods were. Um, and thank you to Brittany from Beer Advocate who put out two outstanding events so far Uh, we're fun coming up in the summertime Yep. so I'm I'm sure we'll try to get in there as well because 
where Funked was another awesome, awesome festival. That was a lot of fun. Um, and yeah, that's a lot dictated by weather, but it, it'll still be great. I'm sure it'll be another great day this year. So. And what was cool too with as many people that were there, I know you saw Brittany. Yeah. And we saw Brittany. Yeah. yeah. Like on two separate occasions, which I, I thought was kind of, you know, fortunate. You know, yeah. with that many people there. And obviously that was a busy day for her. Um, you know, she took a couple minutes out of her day and mm-hmm. like actually talked to us. I Todd had never met her before, so that was that was cool. Yeah. Got the intro there. Yeah, um, she's great. Yeah, really cool people. And uh she seemed a little stressed naturally the day yeah, of the event. Course, yeah. Yeah. They were, she was waiting on like some she delivery or something. Delivery of something, yeah. And it didn't come or I, yeah. I don't know the details of it, but you know, she was like a little stressed, but she was holding her own and holding it together and, and everything to went ta- really well for her. So. Just to talk about the type of person she is, you know, she put on the event and was clearly the face of the event from what Mo and I could tell. And when I walked in day, uh, the early part of the first session of day two, she was in line handed out bracelets. So she's not just... You know, sitting up in the ivory tower, she's yeah, moving in the, chess in the pieces. Trenches. You know, yeah. like yeah. she's down there. She's in there, and she was in she was in VIP too, greeting guests and and making sure everyone was comfortable. So cool. She's uh she's excellent at her job, and we will have her on soon the show again. Definitely, hopefully sooner rather than later. But anything else on EBF before we sign off, or is that that good to go? No, I think that was that was EBF. Yeah, man. I mean, the more I looked through, you know, there were some breweries I haven't heard before, like yeah. like the Dewey yeah. Beer Company. Monday Night Brewing, which I never yeah. heard of in Atlanta. So it was cool to see those. Atlanta. You can call them fillers, but maybe they're just trying to poke their way into Oh, yeah, of course, right? And it's know? good, you know, it's good for everybody it's, to get exposed. It's to tough it. at a festival like that when you're an unknown brewery to get love when, like, yeah. You know, Kane and yeah. Uh, yeah. Great Notion but, and but people come Aslan from all, all over these... for that too, though. Like, I mean, we were standing in line at Trillium afterwards, and so, somebody was like, "We where, where they come? Where were they? Uh, down south somewhere? Yeah, right? somewhere down south, Texas yeah. maybe? Yeah, Texas. I think and it was Texas. Like, we came up for EBF. No kidding. You know, yeah. I, I was I remember being another line where someone was like, "We drove up from like Philly or whatever, yeah. you know, so yeah, that's wild. You know, pe- yeah. but but people Texas from all over crazy. are gonna come and also like check out everything else, but also follow yeah. a brewery that's close to them, which right. is which is cool. Yeah, and they are, you're right. I mean, with the high ABV beers, too, it's tough to kind of stop and try what the fillers have to offer. But, uh, you know, we'll see next year. We'll see if we can do it better next year. But yeah. I think we did pretty good this year. I so. thought we did great. Yeah. yeah. Two sessions each. Yeah. Not you know, last year, you didn't even go. Yeah. So that's huge. That you know, huge. And all three of us got to go to two sessions. So, I mean,. Maybe yeah. next year we shoot for three. I, I don't know. We Where do we go? Three peat. We go three peat. We just did the second session very smart on Saturday. You know, yeah. it kind of ducked out. So, but it so, can be done. Yeah. So that's uh, that's all we got for you. We'll see you uh, later or at another time. Yep. That's how this works. <laughs>